Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. You're listening to Extra Time on SCNZ Radio with Ben Francis here, and it is our final show of 2022. And one person I really wanted to get on and celebrate that with is a man you would have heard on the station before as part of the American Brief on Hoopheads with Casey Frank and Justin Nelson. That man is Sam Brief, who is currently based in Australia, where he's doing commentary for the Brisbane Bandits in the Australian Baseball League. To talk some ABL, basketball, and life in Australia is Sam Brief himself. Sam, mate, how are you today? Ben, I'm wonderful. I'm wonderful. It's a sunny, beautiful day here in Brisbane. Great to talk to you. That's good, mate. And it probably helps that the Brisbane Bandits are doing well. 13-3 and three at the moment and top of the Northeast Division. It has been a juggernaut, honestly. It's, it, it's almost ridiculous how much better the Bandits have been than every other team in this league, statistically. Right? They are scoring more than any team. They have given up fewer runs than any team. They've won every single home game except for one. I mean, they are dominating at an absolutely crazy rate. Um, it, it, it's the most complete dominant team that I've covered, and that, that counts here in Australia and also back in the States, in Chicago. So what are the Bandits doing well this season compared to other teams? I'll start with the pitching. I mean, the pitching has been tops in the league by far. Uh, staff ERA is under three the bullpen ERA is hovering right around two. The Bandits pitching has pretty much put itself in a position to where if they have a lead after the fifth inning, it, the game's almost over because the bullpen is that dominant. Uh, the Bandits' record is 12-0 and 0 when they lead after five, so the numbers back that up. Uh, they, they, their pitching has been phenomenal. James Meeker as a closer, uh, Brandon Jordan, Carter Hope, Parker Harm, the list goes on out of the bullpen, and then the starters, Cam Wagner, Max Lazar, Tim Atherton, have been uh, really, really consistent in the last two weeks. So that's been the, the top plus for the Bandits is the pitching. Now, I'm not too sure what it's like in America, but in this part of the world, when teams mm-hmm. do well, the community really seems to rally around them. Is that happening with the Bandits at the moment? Oh, absolutely. Um, we've had great crowds, including... This weekend, uh, we did a teddy bear toss that benefited the local children's hospital on Saturday, and we had a great crowd for that. The, people are definitely showing up a little more to see a team that wins, right? Uh, you're used to that, where you're from. So, uh, yeah, the, the community is supporting. That's what you like to see, especially in a league like the ABL. And hot on the heels of the Bandits are the Auckland Tuatara. And I know Auckland do have a few games up their sleeve, but they did start the season against Brisbane. And from memory, I think the Bandits won 3-1 off the top of my head. But the Tuatara are now 9-6. and six. They do have a few games to make up, though, 
they still have that makeup game. Well, it's halfway through against Sydney, but that's getting completed. I think it's this coming Friday. And I think they're still deciding about their series against the Aces, which actually should have taken place this weekend, but because it rained here all weekend, no games were actually played. And I think they're considering that to be a tie. But considering how they started, are you surprised to see how well they've bounced back? No, not at all. I mean, Tuatara are one of the top teams in the league still. They should be in the playoffs, given the talent they have. Um, you know, they've got Suwei Lin, who's a former major league infielder. He's leading the charge. He's got a 375 average, which is phenomenal. Jack Berry, who comes from this part of the world alongside a couple Auckland natives, which is, which is really awesome. Clayton Campbell and Jason Matthews, they're all playing very well. So this is a good offensive team. I think some of the question marks with Auckland is the pitching. Uh, so maybe it's the opposite of what, what I say with Brisbane, but no, Auckland is a strong side and um, you know, very few have gone into Brisbane and come up with a win. In fact, the only team to win on the road in Brisbane is the Tuatara. I'm not too sure how much contact you've had with people in the States, but what is their perception of the Aussie Baseball League? Yeah, people have a lot of respect for the league. Uh, I think there's, just because it's so far from America, there's a little bit of like an air of mystery around it, right? Uh, because it sounds so foreign. Uh, people are often surprised to hear that they play baseball here. But people in the game who know the ABL respect it. Um, there's a lot of respect for the Australian baseball player as a whole. Um, just looking at the the technical approach, the proficiency, the lack of errors, there's a lot of respect there. And we're seeing it because MLB clubs like the Rangers, like the Brewers, like the Royals, this goes on, are sending some of their best prospects here. Sam, can you tell us a bit about how this whole adventure for you coming and commentating down under came about? Yeah, I mean, I've, I've always wanted to come here. So right around uh, when COVID started, I met up with a buddy of mine who had been down here. And I, I, once I found out it was a possibility to broadcast in this league as an American and come over, I was sold. So I reached out to every team sent them my you know, demo reel and my resume to get out here. COVID happened and delayed things, obviously. And then once the league opened back up and the country opened back up, I reached right out to the bandits and, and we got in touch and made it happen. Dealing with the other side of the world was interesting for me because you know, I come from limited knowledge, right? It, it's not like Chicago where I had always been so comfortable. Um, I know everyone, I you know, speak the same lingo, right? We're, we're speaking English, but there are different things in culture and lingo that uh, I've adapted to. So uh, for this to come about for me is honestly a, a total dream come true. It's a great way to look at it, Sam. What else has caught your eye this season? The Giants are top of the Southwest Division, 11-5. and five. Uh, we got the Tuatara we've already touched on, and then Perth and Canberra. I think uh, the Cavalry are playing Brisbane this weekend, and them and Perth are both 8-8. Eight and eight. Uh, which one of these teams do you think can really push for the title? Yeah, I mean, the second best team in the league is is Adelaide right now. They just set a league record winning their 12th game in a row. That's, that's the biggest winning streak in ABL history. Adelaide's phenomenal. So that's a really balanced team. But outside of them, uh, I really have an eye on the Perth Heat. I mean, that's a veteran team with a lot of talent. They have some young prospects from the Rays. They have two... MLB veterans in Pete Cosma and in Josh Reddick. 
So uh, that's a team that I have an eye on, and they're going to be coming here to Brisbane actually for New Year's. So that series will tell us a lot about where things stand. Sam Brief is on the line with me. He's currently based in Brisbane over the summer calling games for the Bandits in the Aussie Baseball League. But Sam, I also wanted to try chat some basketball with you. I know usually if you watched a game, it would be at night for you. But now, because you're in Australia, they're on in the morning. So do you try watch or keep an eye on how things are tracking? It must be quite different. Yeah, to be honest, I have not watched a single game since I've been here just because... I don't know. I don't, I don't have, I'm following very closely, but I don't have the desire to sit down and watch, right? When I'm here, you know, I've got three months and I've never been here. So when I'm not on air broadcasting, I'm trying to explore and travel and be around the country. So I haven't actually sat down and watched a single game, but I am keeping tabs on everything, you know, scores online and Twitter and, you know, chatting with friends and family, make it easy. So I'm definitely, still up to date but it, it feels strange for games to be happening in the morning or often while i'm sleeping i just want to touch on a couple of the other teams and get your thoughts on them uh the celtics have the best record in the league 21 wins six losses but the one catching everyone by surprise at the moment is the new orleans pelicans flying high atop of the west at the moment 18 wins and eight losses and the nine and one in their last 10. Yeah, Pelican. I mean, the the West has been sort of nutty this year, right? Of, of course, we have the Lakers at the bottom barrel. Uh, the Warriors have has been disappointing, but it's just stunning to me to see the Pelicans at the top. Stunning is probably too intense of a word because I think there was always the mystery of a healthy Zion Williamson. What can he do? 25 points, eight rebounds a game alongside... Ingram and McCollum and now Valanchunas. I mean, that's a big team with a lot of length, and that's how you win in the modern NBA. So it's it's not stunning, I guess, but um, it is a surprise, right? It's not the traditional gatekeeper of the West. How about them Lakers? Yeah, Lakers, what a dud. Didn't they, I mean, they went on like a little bit of a win streak, uh, you know, looking at the standings, 11 and 15, right? A little better than how they started, but man, it took – it took over a week for them to win a game at the beginning of the season. Um, the whole Westbrook situation. I mean, LeBron's aging. Davis needs to stay healthy. I know you guys don't love the Lakers, so you must be happy. <laughs> Personally, Sam, I'm not much of a Lakers fan, but I do love the Miami Heat, although they are not doing much better. No, well, I think if the season ended today, the Heat would be in the play-in round, so... Squeak in if you if you if you're in the dance, as they say, you have a chance. So uh, you're still in it. Another team that's really catching people off guard, I believe, are the Cleveland Cavaliers. They're up there on the Eastern Conference as well, and they've got a really good young core squad. Yeah, and I'm happy for the Cavs. It's nice to see them finally have a little sustained success on a team that doesn't have LeBron James. Right? We've never seen that from a Cleveland side. Donovan Mitchell, that's all you need to do, right? I guess any questions about whether he could be a star in a system other than Utah with a guy like Rudy Gobert, a coach like Quinn Snyder, yeah. Questions can get tossed aside. I mean, he's averaging almost 30 a game. He's being efficient, not turning the ball over too much. Uh, And that one-two punch with him and Garland and then Mobley down low, securing like nine rebounds a game. 
Um, that, that, that's a really good side. So I think Cleveland makes some noise. And frankly, I'm happy for them because they're a lovable team. They've got great personalities. And now even without LeBron, we're seeing some success. Now, Sam, we'll just begin to wrap things up here. I just wanted to ask, is this your first official summer Christmas? Now, honestly, not really, because I usually go to Florida for the holidays. So, yes, technically it's my first summer Christmas, but it's not my first warm Christmas. Um, I, I very rarely am even in Chicago for that. All right, all right. We'll give you the benefit of the doubt on that one. It's not your first official summer Christmas, but it's your first official Christmas down under. What have you got planned to celebrate? Yeah, I'm heading up uh, with my fiance, who's down here with me, to Cairns for the Great Barrier Reef. So we're going on a 10-day road trip from Brisbane up to Cairns. We're doing this whole snorkeling. We're stopping at the Sunday Islands. We're going up to uh, do a snorkeling tour at the reef and see it. And I, you know, being someone from Chicago, could never fathom doing a snorkeling tour at the Great Barrier Reef. So we will be there for christmas week and spending the holidays on the road so i'm really excited for that wow that's going to be lots of fun i've never done that myself but that is super exciting sam also sam what has been your favorite thing about australia so far i'm a people person so for me and i know this is a little corny it's the people everyone is nice i i have i have not come across anyone with the exception of one cashier who is not overly exuberantly nice um it just seems like the standard you're nice to people you take care of people here and just in living day to day i've loved that right so honestly it's the people for me has been has been my favorite part of australia so far but but brisbane as a city is phenomenal too i love heading down uh, by the river uh, you know have the river running right through the heart of the city you're getting a, a bite to eat or just laying out right on the water. It's just, it's beautiful. So I, I'm truly loving every moment. What about the food? Has there been any new foods you've tried and fallen in love with? Well, the food's great. Oh, the food is spectacular. Uh, food quality here is crazy good. I've had some of the best Asian food that I've ever had here. Delicious Asian food. Um, the one thing I did try that I didn't like was Vegemite. Do you like it? No, but if I did have to pick one, it would be Marmite. But yeast spreads are really not for me. Yeah, I mean, I knew I knew when I got to Australia that was like a bucket list item I had to do, and it, it, it was just not good to me. So I swing and a miss on the Vegemite. Everything else, people, views, food, wonderful. Well, mate, Australia has set a very high bar, but I believe when you come here... I think New Zealand, particularly Auckland, where you'll probably be, I'm guessing, uh, will be able to beat that. All right, roll out the red carpet for me. Sam Brief, thank you so much for your time. It's been great catching up with you, and I look forward to meeting up when you are here in New Zealand. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll look forward to seeing your country. I'll be there next month, and I'm sure I'll love it. So roll it out, baby.